Oh my goodness, you crazy son of a bitch. Do you have any idea what you've just done? You've just discovered the Marts and Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. This is the show that may or may not be an hour long based on your perception of time and how much I've got to say. So strap yourselves in and prepare your ears for the journey of a lifetime with your host of the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour, me, you idiot. Welcome back to the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. Uh, happy to be back this week and sitting directly to my left is my newlywed bride, Chanel Chaco. How you doing, Chanel? I'm good. Hi, everybody. So how is the married life? It's awesome. Yeah? It's awesome. We haven't really gotten any presents yet. We haven't gotten any presents. No, you know what? That's not true, actually. One of our friends sent us a gift. But oh, other that than is that, true. yeah. we did uh, not get the normal loot that comes with weddings. But, you know, there's yeah. a reception still coming. Yeah, yeah. There, there'll be, there's a reception in the, in the not too Yeah, because mostly future. I care about stuff. You you do care about stuff. That's always been your thing. And it's weird, too, because now that I'm married, like, I've always bragged about, like, oh, I never get sick. And guess what? I'm married now, and I got sick this year. Well, you're, 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 you're caring. Your immune system is uh, caring for the both of us now. Wow. Apparently. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I sound a little bit mannish this evening to some, <laughs> you, of some people. You don't sound mannish, but uh, but Chanel is a little bit under the weather. You've not been feeling well for a couple of days. Yeah, it sucks. Which uh, which for anybody who who's used to getting the the podcast sooner, because we uh, we we generally try to put them up on Mondays. It's not a it's not a set in stone rule, but we like to put them up on Mondays. Uh, but Chanel wasn't feeling terribly well, and uh, and so we scheduled this week. We have. Uh, a new edition of the Buffy Chronicles, which uh, Chanel and I both enjoy doing. So uh, and so, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, push Chanel into doing a podcast when she wasn't feeling well. Except that's sort of what I'm doing today. <laughs> yeah, I would say you sort of did, <laughs> but, but uh, it's okay. I'm still excited to be here yeah. on the what is this? The fourth. This one? Is, yeah, this is uh, the fourth yeah. edition of the I'm Buffy excited. Chronicles. Yeah. And I actually really, really like this episode in particular. Yeah, so we're yeah we're gonna talk about the episode uh, in in just a second. So, uh, so yeah, so today is Tuesday, December sixteenth, as we record. So, in all likelihood, uh, if you're listening to this and it's hot off the presses, then it's probably Wednesday, December seventeenth. That <laughs> that, uh, that that sounds about right. Wow, that is literally hot off the presses. Yeah, and so we were married uh, November seventh. 2014 so we've we've been husband and wife for about a month and a half i guess month oh, and wow. 10 days good job us yeah we made it and they said it wouldn't last yeah crazy Who's, who wait who, who the fuck said it wouldn't last <laughs> god fuck them yeah, you know they can eat a dick ye of little faith and yes they can <laughs> i thought <laughs> i thought you were responding to eat a dick of little faith <laughs> it's like wow it's extreme uh, so yeah, okay, so a month, <laughs> month and a half and we're still, still going strong. Yeah, still it's going awesome, strong. it's good. We still can't afford health insurance, <laughs> we found out. Like, like that the, was supposed uh, to be one of the, like, you get married, everything's better, so we were like, yeah, let's, yeah. uh, let's see if we can apply for Covered California. Yeah, it's a shit ton. Yeah, I mean, you know, re- relatively speaking, I, the, I, no, I'm guessing. not even relatively, it's a shit ton. Well, I mean, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, relative to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's uh, listeners listening who have, you know, 
have uh, extreme health care costs. Oh, and so, yes. so they're probably we're very healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're probably like, fuck you. Fuck you, you, yeah. you think you know what he- expensive health care? Yeah. Let me send right. you my bill. So that's all I'm getting at. But yeah, we're, you know, considering that we're, we're both uh, two very healthy adults, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a price. It's, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to swallow how much they're asking us to pay is kind of what we're getting at. Right. Uh, so yeah, hard to swallow and eat a dick all in the same yeah. episode. Yeah. If you can't swallow the dick, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> now, are you talking, uh, literally? Cause as your husband, I feel like this is something I should know. <laughs> I think you do know. Oh, good grief. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, this this is a Buffy episode. There's every likelihood that uh that that uh, you know, family with children is is listening because they like Buffy and they want to they want to watch it with us and here you are taking the show blue. Every family has at least one dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless uh unless that dick uh went out to get cigarettes and never came back. Well, that's true, but technically that dick's still in the family. Yeah, it's still part of the bloodline. That's true. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, yeah. And, and 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 if that was the dick who thought we would be divorced by now, then fuck you. Yeah. Dick. How yeah. dare you? Bastard. Go go put your cigarette in your urethra and get ball cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you get ball cancer by smoking through your urethra? I hope not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, out of courtesy to my wife, who, again, is not feeling well, uh, she very kindly asked if we could keep the intro relatively short. And, uh, and you know, I'm sure you guys can appreciate that, uh, you know, she's not feeling well. She, want, she wants to save her energy for the episode. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. And also, listeners, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> come on. How dare you? Uh... How dare you? They love listening to you. Aw, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, they do. They do. So uh, so this episode is uh, it's called Teacher's Pet. And this is the fourth episode of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. As Chanel said, this is one of her, uh, one of her favorite episodes. <laughs> and it's also, uh, let me think. This is, uh, yeah. So the, the previous episode was, uh, was about witches. This episode <laughs> is going to be about a... Uh, uh, a large uh, praying mantis, and so there is technically, technically, there's two vampires in this episode, <laughs> but but there's no vampire slaying, and there's no the vampires aren't too terribly important ultimately. No. So uh, so you know so four episodes in to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's only been two episodes that have really centered around. Right. vampires but i mean you know it's it's uh and maybe they're doing that intentionally like you know that uh two of the first four episodes they're letting you know just crazy shit happens right. sometimes it's vampires but sometimes it's giant crazy praying mantises which we'll talk more about once we get into the episode uh this particular episode uh it first aired on uh on the uh, on american television on march 25th 1997 on the wb and it was uh, written by David Greenwald, and it was directed by Bruce Seth Green, not to be confused with the uh, <laughs> with the actor Seth Green, who who will eventually be uh, a regular on Buffy the Vampire Slayer starting season two. Uh, he'll be there for uh, I think all of season three, and then 
Mm-hmm. I think maybe the very beginning of season four, I think, or maybe he, or maybe he leaves at the end of season three. I don't remember, but either way, he's, um, and and, and I remember when Seth Green was on the show because he felt like he was, he was sort of a movie star because he was he was hot off the uh, Austin Powers yeah. thing, and so so it felt like wow, he's he's they got uh, kind of a genuine movie star in Buffy, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, he was good too. Very good. Yeah, he played a character called Oz. But again, you're not going to meet him until, uh, if I'm again, if I'm not mistaken, season two, but definitely season three. Uh, so as far as the uh, the director Bruce Seth Green, as we said, not the not the same as the actor, <laughs> uh, he's made a career out of directing television, and he's directed a uh, he's been directing for a long time. Uh, uh, some of his more notable credits are Magnum PI, which were you, were you a fan of the show or just a fan of, uh, of, uh, of old mustache McGee? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Tom Selleck. Thank you. Tom Selleck. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Magnum PI, but I love Tom Selleck. You've got a huge crush on Magnum PI. Yeah. Tom he's Selleck. hot. Love him. So he's a, he's a, he's a is manly he man. Alive? He is still What's alive. What's he look like now? I wonder. He looks almost exactly the same. Yeah. He's a stud. He's on some show on CBS and he's, he's basically never been out of work. As, as long as TVs are on, he's never been out of work. Like I remember him from like his movie days. Like he had yeah. like a little movie career. Yeah. He's one of those guys who, you saw this a lot in the eighties and the nineties where yeah. if you were a huge television star, you, you know, you always made the effort to cross over into films he was such a stud like he was a real like manly man yeah right like so many of the stars now are like very like girly boys (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with that if you're not a manly man but i like a manly man yeah tom Selleck. he's got a yeah he's got a he's got a he's got a mustache that you could sweep the floor with tom Selleck, kenny rogers i was like seriously a perv when i was a young girl (laughs) liked all these old dudes yeah, I bet uh, you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't turn down a seat on Tom Selleck's face is what you're saying. No, I'll take that mustache ride. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I know what you're all thinking. You're like, oh, daddy issues. No, daddy issues. My dad's awesome. <laughs> just so you know, like just so you know. Although this does explain why you've you've asked me uh, if I can grow my mustache out. Because, uh, Little handlebars. Is, it's all starting to come together. Something to hold on to. Yeah. Sorry, right, too far. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Wow. Oh, goodness. So yeah. So Magna PI. He also directed episodes of Knight Rider. Does uh, David, Oh, I loved Knight Rider. Did, so does David Hasselhoff do it for you? Or did, oh what? no. <laughs> okay. He did touch my ass though. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot. I'm so glad I brought this up. Go ahead and tell the, the listeners about that yeah, story. Yeah, sure. I will. Um, so I used to work for Hot Topic at the corporate headquarters, or the headquarters as they said it. Um, and so like every now and then like different celebrities or bands or just whoever would come in. And I think it was his daughter modeled for Torrid, which was the sister company to Hot Topic. So anyway, David Hasselhoff was like totally in the office one day and he was really nice. Like, you know, he took a couple minutes out to, like, talk to people. He was signing autographs. Like, he had headshots. He was taking pictures. So um, my friend Jessica was like, we got to take a picture with David Hasselhoff. And I was like, hells yeah, like, from Baywatch? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went. We waited our turn. We took a picture. He was very nice. Asked our names. Put his arms around us. Got our picture taken. And instead of just simply removing his hand from <laughs> my back... It sort of slowly slipped down a little lower and a little lower and kind of like brushed my ass, but like <laughs> not really quickly. <laughs> and um, I remember being like, oh, 
All right. But then I was like, well, it's David Hasselhoff. I mean, he's probably drunk. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. I hope he never listens to this. Uh, He was a delight. Really nice. I still have that signed picture somewhere. uh, And I remember being so excited to like tell my parents like I met David Hasselhoff. Did you did you reference the uh, the the ass grab? I don't think I did. (laughs) I think that story was just for for you and like friends. Although now, like I'd probably tell them. Yeah. They'd probably laugh. But yeah, at the time, I think I was like, I think I got sexually harassed by David Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Hoff, he's been around. He knows the moves. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm flattered. (laughs) I'd be flattered. I I only wish Uh, I had a story of the Hoff cupping my ass. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. All right, so back to Bruce Seth Green, who look 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 at all the tales that uh, Sooth Bruce Seth Green is uh has pulled out of the cigar. I know, isn't that funny? I forgot that even happened. Yeah, me too. So then uh, he also directed episodes of MacGyver, Doogie Howser, MD, uh, Charmed, which uh, are you you've sort of fallen off the. Uh, you, yeah. you were watching it for I a little thought while. I would like it because I you know I was like oh it's kind of like Buffy esque and I love witches but I just. Uh, it's not that great. I'm going to stick with it. I think I'm still in the first season, which is, like, incredibly long. Like, I feel like I'm on, like, the 30th episode no, of, like, season I, one. I could, it, probably only 22. That's pretty standard. But, yeah. you know. Either uh, way, yeah, I haven't really kept with it. I wonder when that became the standard. Because, like, with the Munsters, like, season one is, like, what, 50 episodes or something? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> something yeah, I think crazy. there's only two seasons yeah. in the Munsters. But, but they're, like, crazy long. Yeah. Uh, and so Bruce Seth Green, he also directed episodes of Angel, which is the uh, eventual Buffy spinoff. It spins off after season three. Uh, and uh, But as far as Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he was a, re- a relatively prolific Buffy director. He would ultimately direct eight episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And uh, Teacher's Pet is his first one. So uh, this is the this is the maiden voyage of Bruce Seth, Seth Green's uh uh, direction of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, the writer, David Greenwalt, he's a, I think he's one of the regular writing uh, contributors to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, but as a writer, he's uh, also made a, had a nice career for himself, and he's written on uh, The Wonder Years, Doogie Howser, M.D., The X-Files. Uh, and actually, uh, most recently, he's uh, he's done some writing for the show Grimm, which uh, is the, what the, the fairy tale show on NBC, kind of a fairy tale thriller. So you watched a little bit of Grimm. Uh, I don't. I, I might have seen one episode. I don't know. But uh, you did you get into it or? I did. Um, I stuck with it for probably the first, I don't know, five or six episodes. And I don't think I even stopped watching because I didn't like it. I just think it just fell off the roster of stuff that I watched when I had extra time. Yeah. So I would be willing to get back into it because it was interesting. Like I liked the, like it was very you know, fantasy esque and. Weird stuff. And I think it came out around the same time as Once Upon a Time. I, I want to say they came out like exactly the same yeah, time. Yeah. So I think like I was definitely more into Once Upon a Time. So I kind of like only had room for one of them in my life, <laughs> <laughs> which I also fell off that boat too. You kind of did. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm trying to watch it. I'm I'm Netflixing it every now and then. Yeah. But yeah, Grim Grimm's good. I mean, it still comes on. They have a new season coming out, so it's pretty successful. Yeah, I was actually surprised when I saw the, a, a commercial for a new season. I just kind of assumed that it was canceled, but only because I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think maybe it's one of those shows where there's there's not a lot of hype, but it's just popular enough that it stays on the air. Yeah. Um, like one of our very, very favorite shows is Parenthood. And it oh, feels yeah. like a show, like it, it sometimes feels like we're the only people who enjoy it, but we're clearly <laughs> not. But it's popular enough that it, they've mm-hmm. had like four or five seasons. Yeah. 
So, you know, anyway, so maybe Grimm's like that. So this is the, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up our our quote-unquote brief intro. It's about as long as they <laughs> usually are, but... But uh, the, I think on the bright side, uh, your 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 endurance for the intro was uh, it seemed to hold up pretty well. <laughs> um, and and really, we got the David Hasselhoff story out of it, which is yeah. part of the reason we uh, <laughs> went on this long. So we'll go ahead and start the uh, the episode uh, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Teacher's Pet. And you I think will... I'm going to get sued. David Hasselhoff's people for uh, saying this? No, 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 not okay. at all. Because I think he's a delight. I'm not complaining. This isn't like a Bill Cosby thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're happy with the experience. Yeah. yeah you're I'm happy with, with the experience. And, you know, let's face it. I'm fairly certain the Hoff was also happy with the experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so. And, right. you know, I wasn't even there and I'm happy with the experience. So <laughs> nobody's upset about this. Uh. Okay, so uh, so again, for those of you who are going to be uh, watching the episode with us, which we encourage you to do because that's part of the fun, I'll give you guys a countdown. So when I press play, you'll be with us, all right? So we'll count down from 10. That way you've got plenty of time starting now. 10, 9, 9 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Play. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Okay. okay, so now it started. Every generation, there is a chosen one. She alone will stand against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. She is the slayer. Very nicely done. <laughs> we start out with somebody screaming. We have a snarling vampire. It's a vampire. See, I said there was no vampires, but we actually first start scene. with a vampire. Like almost the first character we see. So Buffy. So where it looks We're like they're the, the bronze. Yeah, which is one of our primary settings. Oh, that looks dirty. Yeah, he threw her down. It's Xander. Xander came to her rescue. He's beating the crap out of us. He looks really cool. He's in like a blazer and a t-shirt. He's very handsome. And Buffy's like super impressed. You can yeah. kind of see her getting wet. Xander's never been this cool. <laughs> and she's all, thanks yeah, to you. I think, did she leave a spot on the pool table? I can't see. I think there's a puddle. Look at that. Good job, Xander. He winks at her. He walks away. And Buffy is enamored with him. I really like her lip gloss. But the vampire is not dead yet. Look at that. What's Xander Xander's going to throw a wooden... Oh, man. Yeah, it was like Just a leg of a chair. Him. Nice. The, the vampire didn't go to dust, so yeah. they're still in that inconsistent phase. Xander's jumping up on stage. He's picking up a guitar. This is a very action-packed scene, clearly centered around Xander. Buffy's smitten. She's never been smitten like this with Xander before. This is very interesting. Xander's playing the guy. I didn't even know Xander could play the guitar, but look at him. He's wailing away. Oh, look at Buffy. I don't even know if she's looking at the guitar there. Look at that. (laughs) She's giving him the eyes. Oh, it was a dream. It was a dream. They're in class. They're in in biology class, I think. He's drooling. Buffy woke him up. He probably has a boner, let's be honest. And now we're looking at the old uh, science teacher giving a lecture on bugs. bugs. Talking about bugs. Look at that skirt Buffy's wearing. Yeah, that's really short. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of skirt on top yeah. of that chair. I think she's flashing the teacher. Yeah, no wonder he's talking to her. Yeah. Buffy's next to a, a varsity letterman of some generic yeah, sport. He looks really cool. But I also think, like happy that the teacher's not asking him for info. I, I think he's going to be one of our featured characters in this episode, but I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he's part of it. So, yeah, so now we've got a cute little scene here where the uh, the teacher's asking Buffy a question, and he can tell that she doesn't know, and Willow's doing her best to 
to sort of pantomime the answers, you know, behind the teacher's back. But the, the teacher, he's on top of it. He knows yeah. what's going on. But he's kind of cool. He's not freaking out. He's yeah. he's he's yeah, he's not being a dick. You know, he's he's putting Buffy on the spot, but I don't think he's being a dick about it. Oh shit! He wants to see her after class. Oh, you think now, it's because of that skirt? Is it, I feel like I'm watching Cinemax now. Yeah. So now it's after class. Teacher's looking at some slides as he talks to Buffy. Oh, he's talking about like her record, how she burned down her gymnasium. You know how she's not really the best student. And and you know Buffy at this point, she's she's probably starting to feel really like defensive. It seems like every adult at this school is like talking to her about her past and how she's you know destructive and how you know shit went down. Yeah, and he's basically like, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do. And she thinks he's being a dick, and he's like, No, you know, like you're gonna do great things. You're yeah. a really smart girl. Yeah, she's smart. She's got some spunk. Maybe she burned down a gymnasium, but he sees that as, as a positive thing. And you can clearly, like, you can tell, like, nobody's ever told Buffy this. Like, like she's gone through, she's gone through the system being told that she's a fuck up and, you know, she's violent and crazy. And he's sort of saying, like, I believe in you and you can do better. And you can tell she's kind of, she's kind of touched by that. Yeah, and uh, however sappy it may appear on the surface, uh, it really is a, a truly terribly powerful thing when a, when a teacher, you know, Shows uh shows some interest and and some faith in your abilities. Yeah, because it's somebody else who doesn't like legally have to tell you that you're smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and so you know what, I like this guy. And yeah, but he he's challenging her. He's like, listen, you know, yeah. got to show up, got to do the work, but uh, you can do it. And and Buffy leaves feeling optimistic. And you know, I like this guy. I like I like his. I like their potential together. I think he's going to be good for Buffy. Honestly. So he's working on a slideshow. He turned out the lights. Dark. Yeah, he should learn how to use PowerPoint. I'd There's say a door that just opened behind him. <laughs> I don't think they had PowerPoint. It'd back make then. his job way easier. Or maybe they was... had PowerPoint, but it wasn't like widely used. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's somebody sneaking up on him. It's probably a vampire. Maybe. Well, it's in the middle of the day, so it can't be a vampire. What? What? Who could be? Maybe just another know. student. Oh what no! What F? is that? Looks like a big alien it's like arm. An alien. There were his glasses. Oh shit. Oh. Well, here's our here's our opening themes. I'm Credits. reeling because you know what, I was really having. I felt good about the future of his uh, his paternal relationship <laughs> with Buffy because you know she can use some strong male figures, and he didn't make it past the cold open. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be okay. Uh, just to make sure you guys are synced up synced up with us, I will read the names as they come up. Nicholas Brendan is he on your screen? If he is, then you're with us. If not, get it together. Seriously, guys, we, we're doing it. Allison Hannigan. Hannigan. You see it? Then you're still with us. If not, sync <laughs> that shit up. Come on. Charisma Carpenter. Settle down. I can't. The foxy Charisma Carpenter. God, I love her. I love Giles. So. Anthony Stewart head. It's funny. I don't think I had a crush on Giles until like a later episode where like he's kind of like acting young and being like kind of punk rock and he sings and it's really hot. Can you imagine a, a leaked sex God, tape I really of do Giles have an old and, man thing. and uh Charisma Carpenter. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that shit would break the internet. I'd watch. Even if it was only in our apartment. Now here's, here's Xander again. But it's, it's supposed to be terrible. So we're back in the bronze where the episode started. We see Xander again. So he's in the bronze. But... And there's an actual band on stage with a guy that kind of looks like Xander on a better day. Like has yeah. kind of the same hair, but he's obviously way cooler in his yeah. liquid silver shirt. Xander's way less cool. He's even like saying hi to the lead singer. The lead singer gives him the stink eye. Like, you know, get the fuck yeah. away from my stage. 
Xander because he's kind of moving very, you know, geekily, geekily, nerdily. <laughs> uh, so he's dressed not as cool. He's not acting shirt. as cool. These shirts are amazing. He's way different than the version of himself in his dream at the beginning of the episode, which is all very intentional. So obviously. now we've got the two jocks like talking about how many girls they've banged. <laughs> and that guy's <laughs> clearly not a jock to the right. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's a little sweet. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he... Uh, he looks like he'd be like, bitch, no, you didn't. <laughs> he's like on the cool end. Like if, he, like if he was really good at World of Warcraft, he'd be really <laughs> cool. But if he's on the basketball team, he's clearly the nerd of the basketball yeah. team. There's Buffy and Willow. They've shown up to the, to the bronze. And Xander, again, he, he's trying to show his, uh, his manliness and that he's a, a ladies' man. So he's got his arms around Buffy and Willow. And, you know, he's, you know because out, cause it, all the guys can see is that he's, he's holding the girls. And they don't know what he's doing, so he's kind of you know quietly asking them to to play along. So he looks like a a manly a manly man. And then Buffy just like walks off, and there's Angel, this mysterious dude who's only shown up a couple times so far. Yeah, who and you, is this dude? I don't know, but I feel why like, is she so drawn to him? I feel like he's gonna get his own TV show in about three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and oh, look, directed by Bruce Seth Green. Way to go, Bruce. Way to go. <laughs> Uh, so Buffy's talking to Angel. What are they talking about? Uh, he's uh, he's giving her a cryptic warning in her own words, it looks like. Oh, that's right. This is actually... Oh, he's like, he's coming or it's coming. Because it's because uh, the master, now right? Now he's taking his jacket off. Oh, he's, he's all scratched he's up. Don't sc- vampires heal? They, Why does he have wounds? Yeah, he's not supposed to have wounds. I think that's... Uh, you know, I'm going to put this on Bruce because uh, this was his first episode directing and maybe he uh, doesn't know much about vampires. Yeah. Uh, maybe unless, the wound was so bad that like he's still healing. Maybe or it's it from, just happened. Maybe it's from silver. It, it may, I don't, is that a thing? There you go. I think that works. Like I know, uh, I know. Like in my upcoming vampire trilogy, soon to be released in 2015, uh, if a vampire oh, is. Oh, I know what it is. What is it? I know what the scratches are. Later in this episode, there's a vampire with like the crazy claw hook hand. Ah, so he yes. got attacked by that vampire. Angel came to tell Buffy like, "Hey, there's like a vampire that's like fucked up." Look at your memory work. Yeah. You're, you know, I I I've got a I've got a I've I got remember a, that vampire. That fucker's scary. That's nice. I got to give your memory a little bit more credit next time. Thanks. I usually talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway, so now so what's happening here? We've got Buffy, we've got Willow, and we've got Giles. They're at school. It's daytime. Here comes Xander. Um, it, it, it story wise, oh, yeah. it looks like a, a little bit of exposition. Oh yeah, this is important. Yeah, Xander's saying we don't have biology today. Basically, it's something he's sick or he's missing. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if Buffy is this the first time Buffy hears that uh, that the, her her new favorite teacher is missing. Yeah, of course. Like she just bonded with him, like yeah. uh, like yesterday. Like Xander clearly just heard it and was like, "Where is he? What's going on?" Yeah, and uh, you know, poor Buffy. I mean, you know. Uh, I mean, I mean, Giles is great. Oh, wait Whoa, a minute! Hold box? on, Xander. I, th- I think he just, uh, I think he just, just in his pants. You see yeah, that face? I did. Look at that sweater. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Look at this. What a fox! This is Miss French. That's her name. I think she's checking out the students. I think I'm checking out Miss French. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't, I'm not. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but if there's a scene with Miss French and Cordelia, <laughs> then. Uh, and you're going to have to do the talking. And she went right up to Xander and was like, can you help me? <laughs> I'm looking for Science 109. <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh. 
She laughs politely. She's like, I know you're staring at my ass. And then Blaine, the freaking jock, comes uh. up and is like, hey, I'll show you where the class is. I play football. I'm a babe. <laughs> I love when you do the voices. See, I didn't even get involved because I can't do it as good as you. I just left that all up it to you. It took a toll on my throat, just so you know. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. It was worth it. I enjoyed that. I hope I hope there's more oh, of that. Oh shit! Now we're in biology, and there she so is. So wait a minute. So she's she's the substitute she's teacher. The sub. That's awesome. So so Miss French, uh, Miss French. Uh, she's an her, uh, she's an actress. Her name is Musetta Vander. Did you know oh. that? Of course you didn't know that. Uh, here's something about uh, Miss French, or not Miss French, but the actress Musetta Musetta Vander, uh, born and raised in South Africa. Oh, there you go. Those South Africans are good-looking people. Good-looking bunch. Charlize Theron. She's from uh, yeah. South Africa now. Yeah. They uh, they breed them pretty, I suppose. Yeah, yeah she's uh, uh, she's actually done a, a couple of notable films. She was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I don't know if that's one of her more notable <laughs> ones, but I loved the video game, so that's she's cool. Got a, she's got a praying mantis in a cage there. That's uh, they're, they're doing, what's it called, Et- etymology? That sounds right. Yeah. The bug studies. That sounds right. She was also in Wild Wild West and uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou with the the Coen Brothers. So you know. I don't remember her in that. She was one of the sirens. One of oh, the of course she was. Of course she was. Right. Yeah. The Coen Brothers. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what's up with Miss French. Yeah. So she's going on. She's kind of talking about how amazing praying mantises are. She knows a lot about praying mantises. Yeah. Which I think is funny because I think whoever wrote this episode and had this theme, like they must have had to have done a lot of research about praying mantis <laughs> just for this scene alone, you know? Right. Just to know like how they mate and what they do. I mean, we all know, well, I'm sure we mostly all know that they eat their, their mates, which is pretty cool. They're really cool. Remember, we used to live in uh, Chino Hills and we'd always have praying mantises hanging out. Yeah. And they're cool because, like, for insects, like, you can see their heads. Like, you can see them look at you and follow you. Or I'm sure, like, spiders look at us, too. But, you know, they're just like, oh, my eyes are on my body. Yeah, they always <laughs> look like aliens to me. Yeah, like, I love them. I like to imagine that they're the actual aliens. Like, we think aliens are going to be, like, our size or bigger. But really, they're praying mantises. They're little mantises, Because yeah. these tiny flying saucers that we can't see because yeah. they're, like, you know. They're pretty cool. Uh, the thing about that scene that, uh, that you know, that I just, uh, I, I felt like I have to say it. I was a substitute teacher for about two months <laughs> of my life. And it is, um, it is probably the worst job I've ever had. It is awful. <laughs> and part of what makes it awful are high school students are bastards. Yeah, they're jerks. <laughs> when, uh, those when are I, really well-behaved students. When there's a, yeah, and so those students, they they were nothing like the students I dealt with when I was a substitute teacher. So Yeah. Kids are jerks, man. Oh, they're they're, they're the worst. And I know if I know their regular teacher gets a little bit more respect than the subs just for whatever reason. It's, I guess it's in their DNA, I don't know, but fuck that job sucked. So anyway, we've got uh, we've got uh Sander, there's the there's the jock again. And, you know, it's sort of the, the theme between these two guys that's playing out is, you know, Xander's very insecure about his uh, inexperience with women. And, you know, the jock, he's, you know, he's always, oh, wait a minute, there's Cordelia. I can't think anymore. She's wearing a relatively short dress. Yeah. And she's screaming. Oh, because, there's a body in the refrigerator. And there's no head. And he's got a white lab coat on. And there's not a head. It is very clearly. Where's his head? Mr. Oh, Doctor, Dr. Gregory. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Gregory. Mr. Dr. Gregory. Mr. Doctor. 
So now it's official. Not only is he missing, but he's dead and headless. Yeah. So Buffy's like really sad. She's Poor obviously Buffy. more affected by this. You know? Willow's I, sad too, right? I, I mean, because the thing is, not only does Buffy get shit at school from her teachers, but her dad's not around. So yeah. this was, you know, just a, a positive male role model, and now he's dead. And this scene's important because they're talking about like what they saw and like basically like they've seen a lot of shit, right? With like vampires and demons. But like Xander just pointed out, like we've never seen something like this, like with just a head missing. Like what what did this and why? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of dark. And uh, and, you know, they they lost one of their own. Buffy's crying. Look at those tears. Yeah. Now, what do you think? Is that uh, Sarah Michelle Geller uh, using her acting chops or is that just uh, that just a crap they put on your face? Drop some water on her on her cheeks before they say action. (laughs) That might be water. I don't know. I think she's good enough. I bet she's crying. Her eyes look watery. I think like one, on the inside. I think one of the actor tricks is having a just having an onion to, in your hand that you can put yeah. beneath your nose. Well, like your mom like did some extra work, and remember she was talking about that like cream. It's almost like oh, Vicks. They yeah. put it under your they, eye. They, they put it on it to make her cry. So right? it like makes your eyes water like crazy. I think another trick I've heard is plucking a nose hair. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard that. So, yeah. For any any aspiring actors who can't cry on cue, these are yeah. things you might want to try. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, uh, here uh, you know as I, well, I, I was gonna I was gonna start uh, asking questions about uh, the the Buffy universe and the, the the monster who did this, but since the monster hasn't officially been introduced, I'll save it for now. Uh, but once we get to the monster, remind me that I do have some questions that I that I want to ask you, Chanel, because you're responsible for this. Oh gosh. Well, you're not responsible, but you're I you're probably the, just won't remind you. You're the. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so, so we're still, we're in the library still. Buffy, Xander, Giles, Willow—they're just and Giles is like saying like don't go don't go hunting like you're emotional you're upset and she's like I promise. So the next scene we see her at a freaking park. Yeah, is she gonna jump over like a superhero? Look at that, she's climbing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Not like a ninja. Yeah, what was it? Two episodes ago, she jumped she over flew. like like Superman. <laughs> she just bolted off the ground and. I, have a, I don't think any of these directors talk to each other or watch the episodes. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'll direct that. Yeah, my bu- watch my my, my Buffy flies really. My <laughs> Buffy climbs really well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so Buffy, she's out. Uh, she's out hunting. She's on the prowl. It's nighttime. Uh, she's normally it must be cool being the Slayer, you know. Like I'd never walk alone at a park at night. You, she's like badass. She's like, I'll kill a motherfucker. It doesn't even have to be a park. You don't like walking alone anywhere. Yeah, not even in the daytime. That's true. That's true. Like when we go to the the market at night, you're very particular about where you'll let me park. Yeah, of course. Which isn't crazy. I mean, I guess bad shit happens, yeah. but it's, like it's, it, it's a different experience growing up as a woman. I think it's true because I think there's uh, different uh, things that you have to overthink about. Cause... It's true because as a guy, I think there's a certain things that I, I I didn't have to be afraid of or aware. I mean, yeah. you know. And I think partly, like, it's that, yeah, people are crazy, but it's also that we're, like, taught, like, everybody's crazy. So, like, you grow up thinking, like, well, everybody's going to murder you, they're going to grab you, they're going to rape you, you know. Like, girls are taught that? Yeah, girls are okay. taught that. Because I was going to say, I don't think I was taught Which that. Which isn't, I mean, it's not the worst lesson, but it's also, you know, sad. Because, you know, you're never really going to see a lot of girls walking alone at night. Oh, so, shit, here's a vampire. 
There's a vampire with the claw. With They're the like, claw. Like Freddy Krueger claws. He is very Freddy Krueger-ish. Yeah, he had some sort of a... But he also looks like Alice Cooper without his makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a cave or just a bundle of... It looks like he was in like a large tree. He was in like a storm drain. Is that what that was? Yeah. Okay, it, was it was like co- a big like super drain branches. Buffy's uh, kicking some ass right now. Okay, this part's weird because somebody's like, hold it, police. But he's wearing like a fucking like 40s detective like bowler hat. Oh, you know why? He was the homeless guy. Oh, that's why they showed him. That makes sense now. Because I was thinking the same. Was thing. he undercover police? It must have been. And I don't know who he's looking for. Is he looking for, or, or maybe maybe this vampire's been killing people around this area, so they have an undercover cop. There you to, go. Look at us putting shit together. Mm-hmm. Now, oh. oh, it's Miss French. She is not scared of this vamp. Whoa! Oh what? shit! But the vampire scared, scared of, her. of her. She's all by herself carrying you, groceries. You know what it is. Buffy saw everything. He's jumping down the storm drain. It's uh, she's a little bit too foxy for him. I think he got he he got nervous. He didn't think he was man enough for Miss French. Which I don't know that that was by it. By the way, he's not okay. He's not Miss French does know. not stand for that. And she just strolls home. She's not shaking up at all. She's not shaking up, but she's shaking it. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so and anyway, Giles is scolding Buffy because she went hunting. Yeah. Yeah, because he told her not to, but you know she did promise. And but but you know what's nice about this scene, whether it's intentional or not, it does have that dynamic of sort of father daughter because Buffy and Giles they do ultimately have a a very you know paternal father daughter relationship, not just Watcher Slayer. Giles is gushing a little bit about how Miss French is pretty. Giles does love the teachers at Sunnydale High School. Well, they're hot. They are well, like all the teachers that are like featured are like foxes. They're like, no, <laughs> she wouldn't be a teacher. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Like, if it's not te- that teachers aren't foxes, I was gonna. I was, <laughs> that was rude. No, I was gonna say if, if a teacher isn't foxy, maybe that's our that's our cue that they're gonna get killed. Yeah, but if they are go. foxy, if they're foxy, like, then they're important. Okay, they they're gonna be around for a little while. Buffy's pants are really weird. They're I was like gonna say really tight, but I guess spotty. they are weird. Well, yeah, they are tight. There she is with the the principal. So here's the principal. He's basically like, we look- know you saw the body in the fridge. We're making everybody do like a therapy session. She's like, no, no, I'm good. Which it's funny because she is because she sees crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. But he's like forcing her to go. Yeah. He looks like an extra in a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, he does have that look. Like put him in a in a suit and sit him in a in a casino or a. A smoky club with yeah. a bunch of gangsters. Yeah, give him a gun and like a yeah, like and a he, fedora. He wouldn't be the tough one though. He'd be like the the, the kind of goofy Fredo esque gangster in a Martin Scorsese oh, movie. Fredo, you broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so now he's wow. Leaving. I've seen that extra twice with the really big blonde hair. Oh, really? In this yeah. episode or just didn't yeah? In this episode, she was like in the beginning outside, and now she's walking down the halls. Look at you noticing extras. Yeah. Well, her hair is like intense. Oh, okay. So they're doing counseling. I see they're doing counseling for the students yeah. because of their, you know, their, their teacher is dead. And there's Cordelia. I'm just happy to see my, my foxy Cordelia. Yeah. Charisma Carpenter. And Cordelia is funny because she's like totally like a sociopath. So like somebody died, <laughs> but she's talking about like her weight loss and how she's like happy that like she lost like seven ounces. Uh, well, you know, you don't, you don't get foxy like that. Oh, wait, now there's Miss French. They just don't want me to concentrate. Go straight from Cordelia to Miss French. Oh, she's getting, that's like titty on shoulder right there. She is up on Xander. She's like up on his back. Yeah. I think, I think. Whispering sort of in his ear. I think there's some milk on his sleeve. (laughs) Oh, milk. 
<laughs> I'll see you here after school, Xander. Look at her nails. Her nails match her her sweater. They're green. Yeah, green oh, like green, a huh? Like, like a, a praying green. mantis. Uh, uh, did she? That bitch's head just spun like The Exorcist. Holy shit! And uh, what terrible special effects, but story wise, <laughs> it mattered. <laughs> <laughs> so her t- her head turned like 360 degrees is all the way around like the exorcist that's crazy that is crazy and buffy's like you know that's that's not normal and uh willow goes straight to the computer to check some stuff out i guess <laughs> that's what she does <laughs> this is still i think this is still like the just the super duper early days of the internet so it's like uh so only one person, in this case Willow, can man the computer. And yeah. <laughs> Nobody else knows how to use it. They're like, what do you do? We need Willow. Uh, get on the get on the get on the machine, Willow. <laughs> get on the the America online world web wide machine. Miss Miss French is making a sandwich. Which is a uh, I which which is which is cool. Pretty normal. Because you know, she's it's she's she's saving money. She's practical, you know. Come Xander. And uh, Xander, he is he is all in on Miss French. He likes her, and you know she's been uh, she's putting out the vibes. She, she's putting out the uh, the Dawson's Creek vibes, the the Pacey and his teacher vibes. Sure. Uh huh. Xander, all he's right. just uh, he's a uh, she's she's telling him she's done something bad and. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's left her paint and paper mache at home. Oh no! I don't suppose you could come by my place tonight and work on it with me. Uh, well, I, uh. I guess maybe I could probably. You, you want me to guitar playing the guitar? <laughs> I could. Seven thirty. Here's my address. Uh, should, should, should I wear my should, uh, sweater and uh, miss for? Uh, okay, yeah. I'll bring the lube. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring my uh, lube. He totally has a boner. And scene. Look yeah. at us. Yeah. Good. I, I took a chance. You, 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 I usually, oh, oh, shit. What? Shit. She's eating live crickets on bread. Live crickets. <laughs> Which is weird, because wouldn't you just eat the crickets? Like, would you put mayonnaise and bread? And I'll tell you what. Eat crickets if you must, but that is a poorly made sandwich. Yeah. She even has green eyeshadow on. Don't let the sandwich suffer just because they're crickets. So you just took the bread and folded it. Yeah, that's not even two slices of bread. What are you, poor? <laughs> Maybe. Miss French? She well, is she, a substitute. She is a substitute teacher. Yeah. That's true. This so might be her only job. Yeah. Now I feel bad for her. She can yeah. only eat a half slice of bread with her cricket sandwich. Back in the library, still doing research, I so guess. So Buffy seems to be like thinking, like, is she, is Miss French like a big bug? And her friends and Giles are like, mm, probably not. I mean, yeah, she's pretty big. And she's reminding them that. Uh, and Giles this... is like, she's woman shaped. <laughs> <laughs> or she's woman shaped, Buffy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying s- to be British. <laughs> uh, it didn't come out British. I'm gonna blame it on my sick <laughs> sickness. Oh look, entomology. Did I say it right earlier? You did. You did. Yeah. And uh, and you know, Buffy didn't know what it means, so Giles says bugs. Giles is talking about this guy he used to know that, like, used to talk about giant bug people, but I guess he went crazy and he's in an asylum. Yeah, because uh, giant bug people, they would make anybody go crazy, I suspect. Sure, yeah. I wouldn't believe that if I saw it. Okay, now it looks like, they, it looks like they've confirmed it. Yeah, you know, Willow did some research on the internet machine, and they've more or less confirmed that, uh, that, that, that there's a big, crazy, giant insect out there. And 
Do they know it's Miss French? Have they figured that part I out yet? I think they suspect it. Okay. Oh, that's right, because Buffy certainly does, because yeah. the, the vampire, like, freaked out, because apparently... Right, because Buffy saw her, and Buffy saw her head spin and found oh, out that's... that a praying yeah. mantis is the only critter whose head can do a complete... Yeah, she, she's using her powers of deductive reasoning. Because an owl, I think, can just do a 180, right? But, yeah. like, I guess a mantis can do, like, a 360. I, I don't even, know. I didn't even know an owl could do that. Maybe an owl can do I don't know. What Look do I know? Buffy and her bear midriff. Check that out. <laughs> yeah. Don't they have security at school to send her home for dress code That's violation? That's a big jacket. That's not her jacket. Is that Angel's jacket? That's Angel's jacket. Oh, okay. So she gave it to her in the first scene when we so saw now she's claw marks. wearing it to school like a, like that's her man, wearing yeah. her man's jacket. Yeah. It smells like him. Doesn't match, but whatever. So she's trying to warn Xander. Plus it looks stupid. It doesn't fit. She's telling him, don't go to the teacher's house. She's a big goddamn bug. And, and Xander, he's like, fuck you. You think that like nobody likes me because I'm a dork? You're just jealous. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody knows. You know, Buffy, like his head's all big. He's like, know, she loves me. Like, Buffy knows that he likes her. He knows that he likes Buffy, and it's it's a thing. And so now he's the, he's like, oh, now somebody else is interested. And, you know. Yeah, you're he, jealous. You're jealous because you're used to me liking her. I don't think he's saying all that necessarily, but it's it's in the subtext. That's, that's what... Does he have a ring on his index finger? I don't know. What, see. He he's does. wearing a necklace. He, what's is that? A, what's that about? A ring on your index finger? It, it oh yeah, I think I saw it sparkling. Yeah, because it's not like he's like some weird like gothy kid where that makes sense. He's pretty preppy. Oh, hey, Miss French. Hey, Miss French, don't stand up on my account. Yeah, she's making some martinis. Yeah. Got her sexy little black dress on. You lean over as long as you hey, like to Xander, pour those martinis. Come on in. Should I change? Look at Xander. Look at his eyes. Are my titties too big? He's not looking her in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's he's trying to figure out uh, what's holding the, the, that dress up. Yeah. Look at that. She's got martinis. She's in a tight black dress. She's uh, playing. I just have to relax a little. Playing with her hair, touching her skin. I get so nervous around you, Xander. Just above her bosom. Yeah. <laughs> I like cucumbers, he said. He's talking about Greek salad. Shawarma. Mm. Xander made a shawarma joke, which is funny because uh, at the at the end of the Avengers, there's also a shawarma joke. Yeah. So Joss Whedon apparently likes making jokes about shawarma. He must like it. Must like it. Or he just wants us to try it because the only two times I've ever heard the word shawarma were in uh, the Avengers and in uh, episode four of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've heard of shawarma my whole life. You? Oh, well, of course you have. <laughs> and I've had it. Because it's, uh, have you? It's good. Well, it's because, uh. Well, back when I ate meat, yeah. I haven't had one in years. Because your dad makes uh, Mediterranean cuisine, no? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you know what shawarma yeah. is. But here we She's are. She's like touching his face. Look at this. This looks like Cinemax. Yeah. Xander's a nervous high school kid. You know what, you know what's funny about this? Or not funny, just interesting, right? So she's the super hot teacher. He's the the, the vulnerable and secure kid, and uh, the the focus of the scene, of course, is that you know she's a, a monster and he's in danger. But even if you take that away, we're not necessarily questioning the uh, you know the, the 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 morality of you know this older teacher <laughs> and this underage right. boy. 
But if it was turned around, if it was like a, a super foxy male teacher and, and like an underage girl, girl we'd, like we'd be like, oh my god, gross! Like we wouldn't even pay attention to the fact that uh, he was a monster. Yeah. We're like, that's... like we're almost rooting for this. We're yeah. like, oh, I hope she, I hope she does let him have some. Yeah, yeah, at least let him have some before you become a monster. He, he took a sip of the martini she made. He seems to be really woozy. Oh my god! She says, "Do you want to touch me?" God, speaking of, she gave him the, the Cosby oh, cocktail. Oh, shit. Cos- Her hand just turned into fucking bug hands. <laughs> I was trying to get Yeah, Cos- that wasn't a cappuccino, though. It's the third time I tried to get Cosby cocktail out. Cosby cocktail. Like, no, you kept stepping on me. You were too excited by the, <laughs> the brain mantis. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just watching Buffy like I'm supposed to be. Well, what are the odds <laughs> that we would be, you know, we would have a... America's favorite dad, Bill Cosby, in the news because uh, allegedly he's drugging and you know raping women, and then we yeah. watch an episode of Buffy, and you know we've got uh, we've got somebody drugging and raping high school boys. And by raping, we mean uh, killing them and biting their heads off or whatever. Right. No, she wants them to make eggs. Like oh. she needs to like procreate. Oh, that is a crazy gothy ring right? he's got on. See? Wow, you're not kidding. Yeah, oh well. Doesn't doesn't quite Yeah, fit. so she basically like what the praying mantis does is she lays eggs, she gets a male to fertilize them, and then she kills the male. So that's what she's doing. She oh. needs to lay her eggs and have these boys fertilize them. Which I don't know why the human would fer but I guess because she's like part human. I she's guess. like a human hybrid. So maybe having maybe that's how you get the praying mantis to be big, like mating with human sized <laughs> people. Now, I wonder, like, uh, in terms of, say, evolution, like, what, what is it about the, the evolution of the, uh, that, 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 that ultimately created these, uh, these, these, these praying mantis human hybrids? <laughs> Why do they exist at all? What purpose do they have in, in the ecosystem? They are cool. I can't. <laughs> Population control. Killing high school boys. Oh, know. sure, sure. They, they, you know, in my experience, especially in high school, there was too. Maybe many she high was boys. like the experiment of like a mad scientist. I could live Maybe with like that. she's the victim. It's not even her fault. She's this way. And if vampires were so scared of them, how come we've never seen them before? We've we've never heard of them or seen them, but uh, or is it? Or maybe well, they just maybe like, he was just like, what the fuck are you? He sensed you know? something because they're both demons. Yeah, he was like, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen you before. Yeah, he. She had a certain smell that uh, just. Uh, so there's yeah. Blaine. Blaine and Xander, they're, they're caged yeah. up. So Blaine's like freaking out. He's seen what's happened. Now, our, our, our boy Blaine here, uh, his name is Price Jackson. But in this episode of Buffy, he's credited as Jackson Price. <laughs> so I don't know if this was a period in his career where he was. Or they just messed up. You know, I actually I actually thought that, but then uh, there was there was some place else that he was credited as uh, as Jackson Price. So I think it was the thing he was, he was trying. He didn't. He, as, uh, at least according to the Internet Movie Database, he didn't have a very long acting career. He acted between uh, the the 1995 and 1998, I believe. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder why. He's a good yeah. looking guy. Uh, the uh, his his uh, most of his work he did was on Baywatch Nights. Which was a 1995 primetime series. Did a uh, five episodes of Baywatch Nights. Uh, did you ever? Were you a fan of Baywatch? No, I never watched it. Yeah, Baywatch was okay. I mean, it, I mean, I, I watched a lot of it, but um, I think I think I I think I fooled myself into believing that it was better than it was. I think because it was so popular. 
here's the thing, like as popular as Baywatch was, and you know, they had attractive people on there. It wasn't nearly as sexy as, uh, as you know, they would have you believe. But I think, you know, in terms of, I don't what know. What was on at the time. Yeah, I, I guess. necessarily see bouncing tits on the beach all And maybe, day. maybe relative to like <laughs> middle America and, you know, what they're, what they sort of, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, all right, I mean, you know, they're, they're in like, they're like in full bikini suit not bikinis full swimsuits and whatever so giles just lets us know that like the praying mantis lady she will only lure virgins back to her nest and buffy's like well vander's not a virgin but it's funny because blaine who's the jock is the one like going on and on about all the girls he's banged Mm -hmm. but like he's in there so he's obviously a virgin too and this is a this is you know like as as for, for girls i think high school i i think it's different for boys because like for boys because of the culture that uh, we live in, uh, there's a certain amount of social pressure I think put on boys to, uh, to you know, to to to, to be whether it's whether it's sex or not. It's you know, like like being with girls. Yeah. It's, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of sort of social pressure amongst boys. So so it's not it's not unusual at all for for uh, for teenage boys to to lie about their their sexual conquests. Yeah. And, and and for girls, too, honestly, because but with girls, it's even more fucked up because you have like like, oh, you're supposed to be pure and good and you don't have sex because you're a girl. So then you're like, if you do have sex or you want to, you have to like shut up about it. Right. <laughs> or else you're like a big whore. And then on the other hand, like, you know, you see other girls doing it and you're like, oh, my God, I haven't. Why haven't I yet? Should I be having sex? I don't know. So it's like it's like double like stress, I think. And the funny so like thing for is, boys, it's like like nobody is like, dude, you should save yourself. <laughs> it's like, dude, how many girls have you been? But with the girls, it's like, oh, my God, you had sex. <laughs> Never because from like a boy's point of view, it's like uh, <laughs> like if you're a boy and, and you know, it's it, it's and you want to have sex with a girl. Uh, it's it's it's, you know, it's not readily available it's it's not it's not the easiest thing in the world to 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 meet a girl who you're you're compatible with and she likes you and she's willing to have sex with you whereas if you're a girl it it would seem to to me and most every boy who ever went to high school if you're a girl (laughs) oh yeah and if if you want to have sex you just kind of sort of have to offer yourself up are we wrong to believe that well yeah i mean it's definitely less challenging for or a girl, because you know you could walk into a bar and be like, "Hey, you want to do this?" Somebody will say yes. Not everybody necessarily, but eventually somebody will. With a guy, if you walk up to a girl and you're like, "You want to fuck?" Most girls are gonna be like, "Asshole," you know. <laughs> or like, if I walk into a bar and I'm like, "Hey, you want to fuck?" Somebody might be like, "All right." Yeah, like you cool. say, somebody like somebody's gonna say no. Like, <laughs> well, you I know, I might walk up to somebody who's taking a celibacy pledge or a priest. I'm or... not sure what universe you're living in. <laughs> that's very cute. That's very cute. So anyway, uh, we just found out that there is a, there's actually a, a real Miss French. That is a crazy looking praying mantis. I know. And, and, she, and see, when you make a praying mantis full size, it does look like an alien. Yeah. And I think it, it would have been more effective to not really show her and just keep showing the claw to make it really terrifying. Mm-hmm. But because I, they showed her, it's almost funny. I'm actually glad we discovered that there's a Miss French. And Miss French is like this little old lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking to myself, you know, when I, school. when I was a substitute teacher, I had to I'd have my bachelor's degree and I had to take the CBAS test. And I had to go apply. And there was like, there was like a whole, like, you know, <laughs> I had to give my fingerprints to the. To yeah, the they must not have done fingerprints back 
then. Her you, fingerprints wouldn't match. It was a whole. It was a whole thing, you know. Xander knocked her down. He's running up the stairs. Oh shit! She got him by the ankle. Drags yeah. him back down. He almost got away. He's he's sort of almost kind of knocked out, but I, I guess on the bright side, it looks like Buffy Willow and uh, Giles forgot his name. Looks like they have an idea of where they're at. Xander and yeah, Xander this is the neighborhood. Blaine. Buffy was like, I saw her carrying grocery bags. She must live around here. All right, so now Willow's just... freaking out. She's like, I'll just bang on everybody's doors. And Buffy's ah, like, nope. Buffy's going down the sewer. That's the very same uh, sewer that we saw the uh, the vampire go down. So I think Buffy, Xander's, she's... Xander's up in uh, fancy leather cuffs. He's tied up. And uh, and if, if Miss French was still in her, her human guise, this would be pretty hot. Oh, okay, so she's about to lay some eggs, I guess. Now... Okay, finds a mate to fertilize them. Uh, how how does are we are we clear on how Xander is supposed to fertilize her eggs? <laughs> <laughs> well, like show like will she like does she lay an egg first and does he uh does he? I think that's how it works with general praying mantises. Like show but that's a good point. Like is she gonna make him like put his dick in each egg? <laughs> <laughs> You know it's funny. I was sitting here literally trying to think of the uh the, the most tactful way to to say that. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, but that's why you're here. You made it much easier. <laughs> Buffy's fighting the Freddy Krueger vampire right now. Yeah. And he's She's uh She's going to stake him with a fence. And he's he's dead but he's not turned to dust yet. So that's like yeah, again. Yeah, cuz she needs to get info. She's basically like what was that thing? You can smell it. Where is it? Oh, but he's not. I don't. I don't think the vampire is dead. Uh, Buffy, or is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead because he kind of led them to. Yeah. To to the basement. Okay. So Buffy, she's now in the basement with the praying mantis. Uh, the <laughs> praying mantis just looks funny. Kind of creepy. Praying mantis is creepy. There's bug spray. <laughs> she literally has bug spray. Uh, she's she's spray- spraying it. The praying mantis is kind of freaking out. Seems to be effective. Yeah. Maybe it's the Which is weird because she's like part human, it. so you would think her human part would be like, eh. I think Buffy just got a machete out. Is that what I saw? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, oh and, she's got to fuck up these eggs. And she's like, do you remember Dr. Gregory? You know, he was my boo, yo. And this is for him. Oh, yeah. We have the bat sonar. It messes up her, like, nervous system or whatever. Oh, yeah. So think, she gets all crazed. We I forgot think, about that part. Yeah, I think Buffy actually figured that out in the library. Yeah, she did that by doing her bug research. Yeah, so now now she's fighting. So she's, there's bug spray, there's sonar. Uh, and that that was, an, that was an, uh, I think, an important moment just now. Xander was kind of helping, and Buffy pushed him away. Right. And uh, and so the, one of the running themes of the entire series, but it, especially established in this episode, uh, is, you know, Xander, even though he's he's the guy... He's almost always the in the role of the damsel in distress, and Buffy is almost always saving him, and uh, and I think that's part of that's that's by design. Buffy's like hacking into her with the machete. Yeah, you you can only see the shadows, but in the shadow that the the shadow of them fighting, she is fucking Miss French up. Yeah, so she's a dead bug now. Yeah. Now there's all the little eggs which are glowing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that real praying mantis eggs glow, but yeah. again. Xander's looking at the eggs, like thinking, "I almost stuck my dick in there." Yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now they're kind of standing around, and it's sort of the immediate aftermath of like, "This was." So Xander's like, "I'm an idiot. You were right. Thanks for saving me." 
Nobody will ever like me. And now we also know Blaine's a virgin, so Xander's probably like, haha. Yeah, because Willow's letting uh, Willow kind of spill the beans that the, she was only going after virgins, Miss French. And so now they're looking at Blaine. And Blaine, again, all the whole episode, he was talking about, you know. So Xander and Blaine are both like he's been with. totally embarrassed because they've both been lying about being virgins to each other. Yeah, and, and Blaine's more embarrassed because he's a, he's like a varsity jock who's always talking yeah. about... So he's like, my dad's a lawyer. I'll sue you guys if anybody says anything. But look at his hands. He's got pretty small hands, so... Yeah. So, you know, do do what you will with that information. What would you do with that information, Chanel? I would not go on a date with him. Xander's <laughs> <laughs> uh, knocking down the eggs that he was going to have to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Or those uh, ones were probably already fertilized because they were hanging from the ceiling. Uh, like like fucking an egg gives a whole new meaning to getting laid. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, now we're Buffy and Angel again. Back in the bronze. Back at the bronze. The mysterious angel. Is, is he? Is that? He's like, I heard a rumor that there's one less vampire walking around. Good job. She's still wearing his jacket. <laughs> jacket looks pretty good on you, babe. <laughs> I got another one. This one's velvet. That one is velvet. That one's way cooler. Yeah. It's so 90s and vampire-y of him. How did she not know he was a vampire? He's wearing a fucking velvet blazer. Velvet blazer. Who else wears a velvet blazer? White v-neck t-shirt. Yeah. Looking slick. Just not big on the angel. You've never been a fan. You no. really haven't. I can't wait till Spike comes. You know, we're, we're both in the same camp. Like, yeah. uh, And, you know, you talk to any Buffy fan, and generally they fall into either the into the Spike camp or the Angel camp. Yeah. And we're both Team Spike. Yeah. All totes. the way. So now they have their new teacher. It's a dude. Buffy's, you know, she's in class. Maybe she's maybe she's dad. daydreaming about, you know, how things how things almost were, you know. I mean, yeah, maybe she'll still try to be a good student. Maybe she'll apply herself. But, yeah. you, know, you know, things could have been cool if Dr. Gregory... It wasn't beheaded, yeah. but there's his she, glasses. She picked up his glasses that were broken. I don't know why they're still on the desk, but I'm glad they yeah. were so she Nobody's could have this moment. Nobody's cleaning up this classroom. <laughs> that wouldn't be evidence, like when the police came. <laughs> like, hey, she, putting uh, him in his jacket. Yeah, which is still hanging up, which is kind of morbid, but yeah, but sweet. But I guess we're going to leave it in the closet forever. And she's closing the door very slowly, way too slowly. Like she knows there's a camera panning down. Oh no! More eggs. More eggs. I don't know why she put her. And eggs one in is it. cracking. Oh. And we're never gonna see and those, those eggs, eggs will again. Never come up again. Never again. We're never ever gonna see a praying yeah. mantis monster. In Maybe the like it takes a really long time for them to mature. Yeah, that's the thing. It'll like, show up in one of the comic books. It takes like twenty five years <laughs> for them to mature. <laughs> like one of the comic books, they're gonna have like little Miss Frenches. And, uh, uh, and that's so the end. That's the end of the episode. Now, that that's, was, uh, what was that one called? That was Teacher's called Teacher's Pet. Teacher's Pet, episode four. That was not only episode four of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but that was also the fourth installment of the Buffy Chronicles. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. That's a good one. Yeah, one of the things, whenever I think about season one of Buffy, I, I think one of the things I think about is how often there were episodes that didn't revolve around vampires. <laughs> I mean, because ultimately the season does come down to a vampire because the master, he's the main bad, evil vampire that Buffy ultimately has to deal with. But yeah. there's there's a there's a decent number of episodes where there's no no vampires at all. And it's not uncommon throughout the entire series. But I feel like um, as the series goes on, they, you know, vampires become a lot more central to 
to, you know, to what they're doing. <laughs> uh, Chanel's sitting here quietly uh, dan- dancing in her seat. <laughs> I was very excited. I've got a little bounce to me. <laughs> What's our it. next episode going to be? Do we know? Can we sneak peek? Oh, it's a new disc, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we're Bummer. we're we're watching Buffy on uh, one of our. It'll be a surprise. One of our box sets. I mean, it won't be a surprise in that it will be episode five. But uh, but if you're watching Buffy, or if you're watching Buffy on say Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu or something like that. You can peek ahead and see what the next episode is. At mm. this very moment, we're not we're not certain, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, it's, it's we kind suck. Of, it's exciting to not know what the next episode That's is. That's true. We'll just watch it and remember as we go. Now, uh, speaking of Amazon Prime, uh, if you have any shopping to do, you should do your shopping on Amazon.com. And if you do any shopping on Amazon.com, both Chanel and I would uh would would implore you to pretty please go through the official website of this podcast, martinlestrapshow.com. Go to the shop page, click on the Amazon banner, and do any shopping you were going to do otherwise. But because you went through our website, Amazon in exchange will kick back a few pennies our way, and we get to take those pennies and reinvest them into this program to make this podcast as good as we can possibly yes. make it for you, which is exactly what we, what we want to do. And Chanel, you and I, we did some... Uh, we did some mad, crazy Amazon shopping uh, on Black Friday and the days yeah, following. Black Friday through Cyber Monday and then some. Some good shopping, mostly yeah, we DVDs. We all kinds of good stuff. I'd say like 99% of our shopping was DVDs. Yeah, I think so. But we made out like bandits. We got yeah. the we got the, uh, the the Indiana Jones anthology. Yeah, we got uh, Rocky. We got the Rocky anthology. We got the, the all the X-Men movies, including the most oh, recent yeah. Days of Future Past. We got all of them. Yeah. I, I got the uh, the Can't Superman anthology. Yeah, Superman. Uh, you got me the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, just a beautiful limited edition box set. I did. It's that, super pretty. That's for my birthday. My birthday falls in December, so it sort of uh, yes. kind of gets mixed up with the holiday shopping. I think. <laughs> Speaking of my birthday, my birthday was December 9th, so that was about uh, what's today the the sixteenth. So yeah. seven days ago, about a week ago. Yeah, it was actually a week ago today. Kind of think of it. Uh, oh, wow. I, for anybody keeping score at home, <laughs> I am 37 years old, uh, as of, as of last week, I am also a Sagittarius <laughs> and I don't really know what that means, but I do know I'm a Sagittarius. So if you know what that means and if it means anything to you, go ahead and uh, go ahead and apply that bullshit to me. <laughs> and maybe, maybe it's right. I don't know. Uh, Some of it will be true. It might be true. That's uh, how that works. Uh, also, speaking of uh, vampires, since this is uh, an episode of the Buffy Chronicles, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I teased just a little bit earlier that uh, my vampire trilogy is forthcoming in 2015, <laughs> um, and I, I'll give you a little bit of info because again, I, I've, I've, I've kept most of the most of the details under wraps. But um, uh, the well, book one, which I've which I've I've said this on the record, so it's not a secret. Book one is going to be called "The Vampire, the Hunter, and the Girl," and the trilogy itself. I don't know if I've said this on the record. As, as far as I know, this might be the first time I've said this publicly. Uh, the trilogy is going to be called "The Vampire and the Hunter Trilogy," and book one is "The Vampire, the Hunter, and the Girl." And um, amongst other things, I uh, both Chanel and I have seen the preliminary designs for all three book covers. <laughs> and, uh, well, I, I know what I think. And, you know, without giving any details away, but maybe you can just kind of sort of, you know, 
give give your impressions. How do you feel about the covers? Well, I know I'm not allowed to say much, but they're awesome. They're really great, super professional, very different from anything I've seen on the bookshelves. Yeah, they're very cool, very And unique. I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but you should totally judge these books on the cover. Because <laughs> <laughs> the books are amazing and the covers are going to be just fantastic. Yeah, in the coming weeks, once once the books actually come out, I'll give you guys more information on uh, on the artists I, I'm working with for the covers, but... Um, but I really, I really kind of feel like I won the uh, the book cover lottery with this guy. Yeah, He's really talented. talented. Um, so yeah, so so the uh, I'm I'm sort of waist deep in the publishing process, getting kind of getting the books together. Uh, as soon as I have an actual release date that I can announce, I'll let you guys know. But I definitely know it's going to be 2015, and it's definitely going to be in the early part of 2015. Um, I'm sort of eyeballing. Uh, optimistically february or march but like i said you know it's not official yet so i don't 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 pencil that in but just know that's the time that i'm uh that i'm aiming for it's kind of february march 2015 so uh so i'm terribly excited and, and chanel she's been watching me work on this trilogy for a long <laughs> time so so i know she's excited as well um i am i was nodding sorry yeah i realized i was on speaker <laughs> Yeah, uh, super excited. It's going to be great. You're all going to love it. Yeah, and you you are, uh, with the exception of my editor, you're the only person who's read the trilogy uh, beginning to end. I know it, and your mom keeps trying to get info out of me. My poor mom, yeah. she's <laughs> a, And, you know, because I, uh, I, I want her to, because I know that she'll enjoy the experience much more when the book is done and published and she can hold it in her hand and read it. Um, but you know, more than once she's tried to get me to, you know, just let her on the computer and just read it. And I say, you know, it's not, you know, if, if you read a, a, a word, a Microsoft word file on my computer, it's just not going to be the same experience. I'm yeah. trying to, I, I want to make sure she gets the full experience. I know she'll appreciate it. You know, she'll, it's she'll great. be, she'll be You'll happy. You'll all really like it. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that'll do it. Um, uh, just remember, uh, if, if you're not already subscribed to the show, you can subscribe to the March and the Strap Show podcast hour on iTunes, it'll make your life easier because that way it'll just uh, every week it'll drop onto your iTunes list and you can uh, you can listen at your at your convenience. Uh, you can also listen listen on Stitcher Radio, I believe. Uh, they don't have like a subscription uh, thing that I'm aware of, but I think you can sign up for an account and you can have like a favorites. Uh, you can favorite your your favorite uh, shows and sort of like a bookmark. So you can uh, you can bookmark or put in your favorites. I don't know how they word it, but you can do something. To make sure that uh, the Marksless Trap Show podcast hour is uh, is immediately available to you in your Stitcher account, but even if you don't have an account, you can still listen on Stitcher. You just go to the web you know, website at stitcher.com and find the show and press play. Super duper easy. Uh, or there's the old fashioned way: just go straight to the official website, marksless-trap-show.com, and uh, you can listen to all the episodes. This is episode what is this? I believe this is episode forty six, if wow. I'm not mistaken. So if you're one of our newer listeners, um, then uh, you know you've got a whole lot of uh, backlogged episodes that you can you can listen to. And if this is your first episode of the Buffy Chronicles, go back and listen to the first one. Listen to episodes one, two, and three of the Buffy Chronicles. And if you haven't done so already, if you're just listening to this without watching the episode, uh, hopefully, hopefully, Snow and I are both crossing our fingers right now. Hopefully, it's an entertaining episode to listen to without the episode. <laughs> but really, this is designed to to be sort of a, a companion with the episode. So, 
So you should watch the episode as you listen, and uh, and it becomes a much more fun experience, I suspect. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we will go ahead and uh, wrap things up uh, this week. I want to go ahead and thank my wife Chanel for <laughs> uh, for for gutting it out because I know you didn't feel well, and I and I know I sort of uh, dragged you in front of the microphone for this episode, <laughs> but I but I hope you're happy you did it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Well, good. All right, gang, uh, until next time, I will see you on the other side. Peace out, bitches.